In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how more is less in regards to the topic of modesty. The real question is this: How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day, so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage Show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one zero nine of the Journey to Marriage show. It's Sarah, and I'm here to talk more about modesty. It's been a while since my last modesty episode, but I just felt really passionate this past week to talk more about this important topic, especially when being in a relationship. And I want to start off by talking about how society tells us that less is more, less is sexy.、Um, but I'm here to tell you that more is less, as in more clothes is less, in a good way, because our bodies are to remain a mystery, which is that less part of what I was saying, because our bodies are a gift. And it's a mystery to be revealed to whomever your spouse will be. And can you just can you imagine like what kind of world that would be like if every woman respected her body and hid her body for the one whom her soul loves? Like when we're just like walking around, when we go shopping, like how that would look like if every woman were dressed modestly and. Like if it were that kind of world, like in doing this, every woman would be protecting all the men out there who are so easily aroused or triggered by the the beauty of a woman, and especially with the more skin that she shows. And I just wanted to share some like、um, some history about like what women used to wear,、um, and how like. Exposing of skin played into all of this.、Um, so, like in the 1900s, there were sheer nightgowns,、um, sometimes with low backs and lace and all of that. And the more elaborate things were, then the wealthier the family was to be. So, like the more sexy, the more rich. And in the 30s, women had open crotch drawers. You guys, this was. When I read this, I was like, "What? That's strange."、Um, but it was to signify sexual availability and erotic desire, not just to like protect that area, but it was to signify that sexual availability. And then in the fifteen, oh, not the fifteen, the fifties. There were pinup ads where you know the women would get all dolled up and they're wearing like lingerie, and they would be posted on ads in like suggestive poses,、um, 
And it was for the purpose of being seen, you know, because usually underwear or lingerie is supposed to be like a, I mean, under your clothes kind of thing. And then in 1977, that's when like Victoria's Secret broke into the market and they made like sexy clothes, sexy lingerie, more affordable for the middle class. So then more people could buy it and it just became a normal thing. And don't even get me started on like the garments for like women's busts. But you see, guys, I used to see modest attire as boring because that's what society was telling me. I don't know if that's the same for you, but that's what I thought because I was being influenced by society, the movies, the magazines I saw, uh, even like in comic books, um, things like that. But dressing modestly doesn't mean being frumpy because dressing modestly is beautiful. It's professional. It's classy. It makes you unique nowadays amongst the many. And if anything, it makes you more confident because you don't have to be showing your parts to get attention. You use your tasteful fashion and your humor and your wit to attract a potential spouse um, or your future spouse. And why? Why do you want to be doing this? Because whoever you're with, you want them to love you for you, not for your body. And being in a relationship, you shouldn't be trying to attract anyone else except your partner. And there's a reason that you shouldn't be showing off your skin to others because it triggers them to have impure thoughts about you. And even though they can't use you physically, they're still having those thoughts in their mind, those sinful thoughts in their mind. And you are a beloved daughter of God. And if you want to be respected, you must first respect yourself first in this way. And I had to learn this through trial and error because there was a time where I didn't dress so modestly. But once I started courting Rafi, things were different. And it started when he asked me to change before going on a date because I wasn't dressing so modestly. You know, I thought I was dressed all cute and stuff for a date, but he asked me to change. And... That's when it clicked for me. Like by dressing modestly, this made the discernment process easier for him so that he could focus on me as a person, as a child of God, and not as an object to be used or to be visually enjoyed from wearing less. And so I want to share with you guys some good guidelines for dressing modestly. Of course, it's different for everyone, but this is what my guidelines are. So like if it's for shorts, because people live in hot places. I used to live in Hawaii. Now I'm living in Las Vegas. Um, I like to buy shorts with the inseams that are like five to seven inches. And you can find where I get my shorts at least are from Old Navy. And then for dresses and skirts, have those falling down um, at least at the knees and lower. 
Um, I really like those midi dresses and skirts. Um, I just bought some more actually because you can never have too much. <laughs> well, actually, you probably can. Um, but anyway, if you can feel a breeze on your behind, then it is too short. Um, for tops, those should be like covering your shoulders, whether it's like a thick strap, not like a spaghetti strap, unless like you wear a sweater or a cardigan or something over it. Um, because like I'm a mom now, so I have a lot of nursing tank tops. But when I do wear my nursing tank tops out, I make sure that I'm wearing something over it to cover my shoulders. Um, another thing is like, I guess it's you kind of have to look at the top and decide like if it is spaghetti straps and it's not showing cleavage I think that's okay um and then another guideline for tops is in regards to cleavage like if you feel comfortable leaning over or you have to like put your hand over wherever like the cleavage line is when you're leaning over then I wouldn't continue wearing it and I think there's been a lot of resistance to guidelines like these or just um, clothing guidelines for modesty in general because in the past for like school dances, this was a requirement, um, at least for the school that I went to, that they would say like, this is what you can wear, this is what you cannot wear. And you know how that goes with telling young kids what to do and how to dress um, but with these guidelines, I had chucked a lot of my clothes. And I think a big, or not I think, I know that a big positive outcome of dressing more modestly for me is that it's comfortable. I can enjoy myself because I'm not giving thought or energy to making sure that nothing is showing or falling out. And it also gives my husband or like for you your partner your boyfriend your spouse peace of mind that their partner you your wife girlfriend whatever isn't causing scandal by trying to dress in less or dress sexy to attract other men and yeah this is the same in dating and like why do you want to give other guys a reason to look or to fantasize about your body because you're not to be used you're not to be used in that way and in it's for marriage you know that your body is for your husband in marriage and when you're dating you are focusing on discerning for marriage so you want to give yourself to your partner in this way by not um, dressing immodestly. And um, I thought this was really cool when I was, we were speaking to one of our friends and one of the reasons why she dresses modestly is because she is a mom and when you start having kids or if you have kids already, your kids follow your example and so the way you dress, is that the way you would want your daughter to dress? And that's something that stuck out to me being a mother as well. I was like, wow, 
I would not want my daughter to dress the way that I used to dress before I knew the value of dressing modestly. And another good thing to do if you're struggling with this, um, in our Holy Couples coaching program, we encourage them to do an examine every, every night. And one of the things for them to think about is if they have dressed modestly or not to avoid tempting their partner or others to sin because we're all trying to get to heaven. And this is the one, this is one of the easy ways we can avoid sinning for ourselves personally and for other people around us. And I hope you guys got a lot of value from my whole spiel on modesty and the whole sin of skin because we are beautiful, but we should keep it covered for our true love, which is our spouse and God and for whoever you love. So with that being said, we are praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.